Welcome to the Movie Bench Quarterbacking Podcast. This podcast features geeks brought together by fate to discuss movies and all things geek culture. Enjoy the show. So we're we're back with another one. I'm Jay, and tonight we have Captain Keith. What's up, Captain Keith? And not much, man. Just just been chilling. What's going on with you? I'm excited to talk about this uh, this new show. We've been we've been kind of talking about it. it kind of came out of nowhere, even though it's a property that's been around for a minute. It kind of um, it's kind of under wraps when they were kind of pulling it together, which is kind of cool because sometimes when you know about stuff too early. It just, you know, makes you stress about not having it. So it's kind of cool that um, by the time they, they start kind of talking about it, they were far enough along with the uh, product ready to go. So um, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to it, uh, to, to what happens. And so the show that we're going to talk about is uh, Invincible. And it's on Amazon Prime. It's like an adult animated series based on a skybound image comic book about a, a teenager whose father is like the most powerful superhero on the planet. And the creator of it is from Walking Dead fame, um, Robert Kirkman. And then also along with uh, Ryan Otley, it's O-T-T-L-E-Y and Corey Walker. And they have like a all-star you know, voice casting with uh, Stephen Yoon for from uh, Walking Dead, J.K. Simmons, like from J. Jonah Jameson and Commissioner Gordon, Fame, and Sandra O. Oh. Um, uh, with a, a lot of recognizable voices that I, I heard that was in there, and a lot of them were from Walking Dead or Walking Dead uh, universe shows. Um, so that was kind of interesting to, to, to see. But uh, it's kind of nice to have those familiar voices and, and relationships that the, that the folks have. And a person I, I was glad to see was uh, Zazzy Beats. So that was kind of cool having her on there as well. So that's what we're, we're digging in on, man. So Amazon Prime put out the first three episodes, which is really cool. And it's also cool that they are not 30-minute episodes. They're closer to an hour. So they got like three hours up front. And then I guess the rest of them are going to be put out um, every week. So, every Friday. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool. So from what you saw so far, what did you, you think of, of the first three episodes? First off, I didn't know what to expect. And my mouth just dropped to the floor. <laughs> it's, uh, um, it was cool. So first of all, it was interesting because the, you know, the, the hero is this biracial kid. So that was a surprise, a pleasant surprise. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I didn't realize any of that was happening. Um, but that was that was definitely something different outside of basically like I guess outside of Miles Morales. But yeah, um and the Omni Man. Um it was uh the show was real cool. I just didn't realize how dark it was gonna get and how quick it got so dark. And <laughs> but I, I I enjoyed it. It was uh it's different to see a story about a young teenage boy who, of course, a lot of teenage boys who are into science fiction and geek culture can fantasize and dream about being a superhero. I mean, I 
that's normal and natural. But what is it like when you know that your dad's like the most powerful person on the planet? That you know, you, you know, there's it's not even a secret. You know, your dad's a superhero. Right. So, and then the interaction between your dad and your mom—that was cool. That was a uh, see how, how in love they are, and you know, and how she's not phased by what her husband does for a living. So, I mean, that was that was interesting. And then to see that. Um, what's his name? I mean, he, he becomes invincible, but what's his name on the show? I think it's like Mark, Mark, Mark Grayson. Grayson or something like that. Yeah, like Dick Grayson, right? <laughs> yeah, Mark. Um, it's, it's it's different to see how that definitely Mark idolizes his father and he wants to be like his father. And his father's like, you know, maybe you might get powers, maybe you're not because you're half human. So it's just cool to see how... Um, that was such an important thing to him. To he wanted to be like his father, and he the the desire to be special. I think every teenager has that desire, you know, even if they don't, uh, even if they're not aware of it consciously. Uh, you want you want to you want to be cool. You want to be special, you know. And to see how he gets bullied in school. But when I saw that. I feel like it was setting up what was gonna happen, but it didn't set it up. I mean, so I'm like, oh, okay, here, here's the, here's the predictable bully in school who's gonna beat him up, and he's gonna come back and he's gonna beat the bully up. But no, I mean, it was cool. After he got his powers, he was just like, okay, hit me. I mean, I've, I've never seen that before, where you scared the bully off by giving in to him, <laughs> but you showed that you weren't afraid. And it, and it made the bully uncomfortable. And then it was, I mean, that whole scene was very strange, but very unique. Very unique. But no, no, I, I like the show. I think it's really cool. Um, there was some stuff that had me a little puzzled for a minute. There was a comic book series I read. Um, it's called, uh, the first issue I think was called The Irredeemable. And basically in this, this universe, the superhero turns and becomes his, his name is the his name is the, the plutonian he turns and becomes the bad guy and the bad guy turns and becomes the good guy so when i was watching uh, invincible and i was looking at omni man his dad and his uniform it looks kind of similar so i'm like is this what i used to read and then i had to look at my phone I'm like no it's two different it's a different story but i guess what the reason why i'm saying that is because after Mark gets his powers, his father seems almost disappointed. <laughs> he wasn't really that excited that his son was going to be like him. Um, and there was a scene where he snapped at his wife, and you know, I, I was just like, it just—it felt kind of dark. And then the son does the same thing, but the mom calls the son out when he does it. So it, I'm just like, so I knew something was going on, just didn't know what. And um, but when we met the, the guardians, uh, that was interesting. That was cool to see, and I could see the similarities to the Justice League, <laughs> Darkwing, and stuff. <laughs> but I really, but but I enjoyed all of what I was watching with all that. That was, it was still cool because it was still, it was still a different enough take. 
but you could see the similarities. Mm-hmm. But I was still intrigued. Um, I mean, I, I like the show. I just don't know. I, I don't know where it's going, and I, I can't believe that I, that I didn't know about this comic book. Now, have you read the comic book before? No, but I remember when it came out. Matter of fact, I think by the time it came out, I was kind of burned on everything. But I remember it when it came out. I remember it was it was a pretty popular and one of a few standout comics that they had on Image Comics because uh, Image Comics for a long time were just like the, the the founders, like you know, like Rob Liefeld and Todd McFarlane and Jim Lee and Walsh Patacio and uh, Jim Valentino, and those were the main people. Eric Larson, who did. Um, Savage Dragon. So those were like the flagships for a long time. And then eventually they left the studio or, or ended up doing different things. So then it was like a new body of uh, independent artists coming in on on um, on Image Comics. And that whole new wave of care, people coming in, new artists and writers and stuff, I wasn't there for the next generation of it. So I kind of kept up with, with what was going on with Image Comics. But when the main the main guys kind of, you know, started leaving and books not being, um, the title, the main title is not being published anymore and they're moving on to different things. Um, Image was just one of those kind of things where it was like an open field. And I think that's the reason why he was able to um, to do um, the Walking Dead comic on Image Comics as, as well. So it's just kind of cool that he kind of almost made it his universe just because, you know, it was kind of like a, a a new a new renaissance for Image Comics, but that's when I wasn't really checking for Image at that time. But I remember when the book was there. There wasn't a lot of standout stories, but Walking Dead was one that was kind of a standout. And then also, um, as far as superheroes and stuff like that, um, Invincible was one. Didn't they have Spawn as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Spawn is one of the one of the one of the main it's ones that still that kind of stayed. You know. But a lot of the other ones, like Jim Lee's Wildcats and stuff, they end up, you know, stop doing those. Um, uh, who else was there? There's a lot of people, a lot of the, uh, what's it called? Wetworks was one by Walsh Potatio. He had eventually stopped making them, you know, so the main people who was there, they were kind of gone. And like only a few of the original folks that were there were left. And um, so, like I said, it kind of made room for other artists to come in and do their, other artists and writers to come in and do their thing. But yeah, but Spawn's like one of the longest running ones that they had on there. So even though I knew about the comic and stuff, I didn't really get into it, but I, I knew kind of the, like it was it was kind of a different kind of take on things. And, I, and it's funny because even though like now we're seeing a whole bunch of like alternative hero stuff, like with the boys and all that kind of stuff, the thing about it is this stuff has been done in comic books for years now. Um, but it's kind of new to mainstream and it's kind of new to these movies and, and, and animations and stuff like that, comic animations, um, to kind of do this kind of thing, um, which is funny. So when folks are seeing it, they're thinking like, man, this is, you know, where's all this coming from? This is really cool. But like I said, if you've been reading the, you know, in the comics and stuff like that, they, the whole thing where they kind of do the realistic superhero take and flipping the archetypes of heroes on their, you know, on their heads. And comics and stuff has been happening for a while, but it's funny how um, animation, when it comes to superhero stuff, and the movies and TV shows are are, are now kind of um, leaning into that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I I love I love how their take on superheroes. I love how they're you know when you watch the watch the uh, when the show comes on, you see the heroes and stuff. They're you know 
brightly colored and you recognize all the characters the character types and stuff but from the beginning you could really tell that the show really shows you the consequences of things and and from a simple thing like like the security guards who were talking about life and it wasn't like a cartoon comic book kind of talk it was like a talk of how a guy's feeling about his stepson and, and the trials and tribulations he was going to try to connect with him and stuff like that and that was like in a cartoon it was like a legit conversation that they were having about that kind of stuff and things like when the heroes were um, trying to save the day from these bad guys like you had this hero the superhero guy that was almost a strong guy almost kind of like a superman or shazam type guy and he's getting the people out of the way he's just kind of picking them up and throwing them out of the way in the air and while he's fighting the bad guy he's looking up like trying to make sure he time it because he knows when he throws them up they're going to come down so he got to kind of keep track of that kind of stuff and usually when you see comic books and, and they're throwing people out of the way or moving them out of the way you usually don't see it you just assume that they got put into a safe place but you don't ever see superman throw somebody out of the way and then go back and catch them you just assume that they're all right you know and then even when the flashlight kind of character that they had was chasing people and, and picking them up and moving them out of danger they were getting sick throwing up and you never see, you know, and, and, and that was cool, right? And it's like you a don't real, see a flash, yeah. right? It's like a realistic consequence that you see. Yeah, right, so right. I, I like how they kind of do that, and it makes it feel different, familiar, but still different enough on how on how um, how their take on things are. So it's just really kind of um, it's hard to um, to stand out with so many because, like, between DC and Marvel, most of the archetypes are done like fifty times over each type. And it really makes it hard for others, other heroes and stuff to kind of step in because you've seen it, you've just about seen it all. You've seen all the all the costume styles and colors and patterns and changes and, you know, capes, no capes, masks, no masks, you know, hoods, no hoods, capes, no capes, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so it's hard to, um, to, to, you know, see new iterations of characters without making them, without you thinking of some other characters. So it just makes it hard, but uh, the way they did these characters, they kind of stood out. And then, you know, by the time we got a chance to know them, then you know, craziness is you know kind of happened. But um, I really did um, like the story. I really like um, the, the attention to detail. The animation was beautiful. You know, the um, the action was wonderful. Like you got a scope of what was going on. You got a scope of the city. You got a sense of when the kid is in school, you know, you, you could feel that. You could you could tell by certain things like the names of the characters or the way they were acting or dressed or, or their power set. You know that, you know, it was a person who created this had to, you know, was, was kind of giving homage to um, other, other heroes and characters and stuff, which is kind of cool. So they wasn't trying to be like, well, I don't know who Batman is, but they have a character that is straight like Batman. They kind of like, well, we have Batman, but this is our take on Batman. And uh, so I thought it was really, really cool to see. And I thought it was kind of dope that I always kind of think, you know, Batman reminded me of a black dude anyway. So when they had the the, the Batman archetype kind of character in here, he was black. And I'm like, yeah, that fits. That that makes that makes sense. <laughs> but um, but I, I, I definitely um I definitely enjoyed it just from the from the jump, but it did take a minute just to kind of get like, okay, what's what's going on with this? You know, like you said, there, there was like things happening throughout, but the buildup of the story was really nice, and 
him wanting to be like his dad, his dad having concern. Um, you're trying to see why the concern. Um, and when you, like I said, when you see that this show has, you know, shows consequences and is not afraid to show, it kind of makes you, the things you would normally just take for granted, be like, figure it, it'll be all right. Or you could take it at face value. You learn quickly on this show that you can't take anything for face value. So don't get too comfortable. Just like how, you know, you watch the whole show and you think, man, that was a sweet origin story, you know, a few hard lessons, but nothing too crazy. You know, it felt like a typical, I wouldn't say straight adult, but just more mature um, to just going into straight madness after, you know, after the, you know, the quote unquote end of the show, then you get like another little tidbit, which was just craziness. So what do you think about that little it's over but it's not really over stuff and then you get a little backstory of the global guardians or Gar- yeah, global guardians Guardian, something like that yeah yeah what do you think of that that was real creepy <laughs> i mean i mean the origin story the origin part remember like they kind of gave a little backstory of who was who and stuff because when we saw them in the um in the episode earlier we just kind of yeah. got we just saw them because of the action we never knew who we didn't know secret identities. We didn't really know their power sets for sure. So they gave you a little bit of um, background on everybody. So what did you kind of think when you saw that? All I can remember is the robot trying to reassemble the team and at the tryouts. Um, um, yeah, because on the, on the first episode, um, it was a thing where they had got like, um, this was a distress signal calling out to the team to come to the oh, to I remember headquarters. all that. Yeah. yeah, and they came to headquarters and you saw like what's one character that kind of remind me of I almost had the power set of Martian Manhunter in a way where where you know where if she touched stuff she could phase through things and stuff and you find out that she was a yeah. black chick. You, you find yeah. out she was a black woman. Yeah. Um also. the Wonder the Wonder Woman type character, which is a combination yeah. of Wonder Woman and Hot Girl. You could tell that she was almost like a, a lawyer or something and she had her secret identity. Yeah. Oh yeah, all that was cool when it got called away. Yeah, but you yeah, got chance to see their backgrounds. Yeah, but you got a little bit you got a little Yeah, uh, I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. So I thought it was kind of that was different. Cool. To find out about them after the fact, and that they did yeah. such a good job, just from the part that we seen of them, it gave you, it made you feel for them. But it was even cooler to um, to see who they actually were. Cause that that couple of characters, I didn't even know they were black, but I thought it was kind of neat that they that they were. But um, but then they had that crazy ass twist where you know they got kind of set up into a situation, and um, you know. Um, yeah, I'm still, my mind is still boggled on that. In the last episode, we saw episode three at the very end. They shed a little bit of light on that. So I'm just like, who's pulling the strings? So it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued. I like the show. I'm just trying to figure out how they're going to pull everything off. You know? um, definitely feel like Mark got thrown into the deep end. Which that's kind of sometimes that's, sometimes that's the best way to train anyway. Yeah. So and it did, and it was cool when he started flying for the first time, and <laughs> he got and he got stuck in outer space and fell back down and trying to match the landing and that was funny watching that you know trying to learn how to use his powers and watching him train with his dad was cool that was yeah. different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think they covered the the teenage angst stuff pretty pretty fair with his relationship with his parents and being in that age and 
wanting to be more than he is and trying to find his place in school and relationships and stuff like that. So I think I think they covered a lot and they did it in a good way that wasn't like, oh, hear this again. Because even even he had like a, a gay a gay best friend. Even I, I I even like how they handled that because normally they they go crazy with it, but right. this seemed like this is like okay, that's fair. He was just a, a a friend of his who happened to be gay. I agree. Not not all the extra stuff, and it's a shame yeah. Yeah. that that a cartoon did a better portrayal of that than most action. shows. <laughs> I, I go agree. figure. I, I was waiting. I, I was I was waiting to have a comment about it. I was like, oh okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, because. No, because he's a good friend and he's funny. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's helping him out. Matching right. him up with the other girls. It, it, right, it was, right. Instead of like, you know, he's his friend, but just waiting him, wait for him to become weak. <laughs> <laughs> wait for him to hit, hit a weak moment kind of stuff. You know, it's like he's actually trying yeah. to set him up. Right, with right. A girl right. that he knows that he likes. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, you know, you, you, I agree with you. That that, that was written very well. No, um, the, the pacing of the show is, is cool. Um, it's and I like the bad guys, the aliens that kept coming back. That Me was too. hilarious. That was cool. It was. It was. Yeah, man. That, that was different. And and it also kind of, like I said, it also showed like consequences to that too. And then also the fact that you know when you have like an alien invasion, don't just think that you know you just figure it out the first time. You know if they got a reason why they're trying to get there, you know I, I liked how it's just like okay, well we'll just come back better. And, and they had a whole thing with with time. So their time ran differently. So, you know, when they disappeared and came back, you know, a day or two later, they were like more advanced because all these years passed in that time. So it's kind of yeah. that they, you know, they got smarter versus like how they normally play characters. What so a crazy. That was, so yeah. that was kind of fun the way they handled that. Because most alien oh, yeah. invasions, they're gone and that's it for a long time. You know, you won't hear about that alien invasion again for, you know, for a while. So I thought it's kind of neat how they made it challenging. They they flipped that kind of invasion kind of situation. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I agree. It was it was really cool. Yeah, and just how how the characters are colorful and, and interesting. Uh, so are the bad guys. And I remember they had this character. I think it was like Dark Seismic, and he was like a guy who could do like you know like tremors and stuff. And he was like a and he's a white dude. He's an old white dude, and he was like woke. And he was talking, he was at like, he was oh, like, that's awesome. He, yes, he, about Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, yeah. talking about how they were slave owners and stuff yes. like that. And, yes, he was woke. And, and then he cracked me up because he was like, he was talking to, um, to, it's almost like they have like this version of like the Teen Titans and it's called Teen Team. And, and, and they had a situation where they were trying to stop him and stuff. And he's like, girl, you should be on my side. You should be fighting with me for, for you know, for justice and, you know, you know, look how they dressed you. And she was like, I dressed myself. <laughs> that was funny. And it was just so funny. And he was talking about how, um, his degree. Yeah, he talked about he took, you know, took a course in women's studies and then a minor in African dance. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That was dope. Oh, I was, this guy's crazy. That was hilarious. I knew you were gonna say that. That was so funny. He's yeah. my hero. Yes, <laughs> he was great. Like, Women study and minor African dance. Right. I was like, what? <laughs> like he studied earths and tremors and stuff, but he also said women's studies and African dance. I was like, this guy's a fool. I, <laughs> I loved it. I know. It you was know. awesome. I just love that it touched on it, you know, it's just like, and that's just like a, and that's like, I'm just an old character, like, 
you know, like say that's like equivalent to like the vulture or something. You don't really know anything about him. You just know he's a bad guy and he's a jewel thief or something and he flies around in a costume. This guy, you know, like I look at him different because of that. Like they didn't have to give you that little insight. I know more about him than I do about some heroes that have been around for years. You know, he, he like I said, woman studies and at minor. I, I don't know. What what you know? Like, what did Peter Parker take in college? I don't know. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, he was a villain. But I'm like, <laughs> I like him. Is he really a villain? I'm looking at Mount Rushmore. Like, you can get yeah. rid of. <laughs> I'm like, Go ahead. I'm right. okay. Stuff Man, happens. I know. I was cracking up. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking. I was thinking about the Incredibles monologue. I'm <laughs> like, but his monologue was dope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He didn't waste no words. He was nope. you know. Nope, not at he, all. He was tearing up stuff and and doing what he had to do and oh, talking yeah. that stuff. But he, yeah, that yeah. was cool. <laughs> they got you. Look what they got you wearing. I chose myself. I was right. Like I choose. I chose this outfit. Yeah, so, that was. Oh, and then when <laughs> <laughs> her boyfriend Rex Blow. Wow. Oh man. <laughs> and the actor who plays that guy, he's always obnoxious in this role. He's always funny. Yeah. And I was man. like. Wow. <laughs> that that guy is a nut. Yes. And to me, even though the character was crazy, that's almost the most normal I've ever heard or seen him because normally he's all over the place. And yes. he's funny to me, but he's usually yes. just a nut. Yes. No, it's cool. I'm, I'm digging it. It's a good show. Yeah. And, and I see like potential love triangle that Mark's going to have. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm digging it. I think it's kind of funny. But uh, Zazie beats playing Amber. I like Amber. Yeah, I, I'm just curious to see what happens next. Yeah, me too. Especially mm -hmm. with that twist that we got. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just like, and then that was interesting when Omni Man was telling his origin to his son when he was a kid. Yeah. And that the planet Viridium or whatever you call it, Viridite. Um, I'm probably saying it wrong. I'm like, well, do you ever go back to your planet? Do you ever take your son with you to see, you know, to spend the summer there or, you know, What's that plan all about? I mean, he told us something, but... Yeah, it's only his side of it, so... Huh? Yeah, but it was only his side of the story. Exactly. So it just kind of makes you kind of makes you wonder. Right. And, and that... I, I won't say exactly, but that thing with that alien invasion, I wasn't surprised what happened with that. Um, yeah, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't surprised. I kind of I figured that, you know... That he was gonna save the day that way, I I I, I figured that's what was. Going oh on. yeah, I figured oh, that's what was going. Yeah, so I, I figured that. I mean, so this, this, you and this, I had a you and I had a conversation on the phone, you know, uh, like uh, I think on Friday because I you know I was watching. I'm like, you gotta you gotta watch this. I mean, um, you see, it's all coming back now because, <laughs> and I'm just like. Amazon Prime is definitely establishing themselves and what type of superhero shows they want to have. <laughs> they have made their niche or niche. And uh, I wasn't surprised either when it happened, or what you're talking about. But I was just like, okay. I, I, I was, I was, I was uh, disgusted and intrigued at the same time. <laughs> I'm like, 
where is this going? <laughs> yeah, like I said, this, this show definitely has consequences, and it's just it's yeah, just, it's just cool to see it. And, and the thing about it is, if it was some sideways stuff just out of nowhere, we would be like, man, whatever. But the fact that it kind of makes sense and it kind of lines up. It's kind of like okay, they have a through logic, and that's what y'all. That's all you want. Stick to the rules that you came up with, and if you're flowing like that, then we accept it. It's just when you take hard left turns when when that was never, never you know set up. That that's what makes it kind of hard to connect to things. But when you kind of you know, and in such a short time, they kind of built up this whole thing. You know, this is cool. I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. Uh, it's going to be interesting to, to, to follow. And I'm kind of glad that I don't know. Um, and, and, and I can still kind of experience this with, with you know, open mind and, and really just have to, you know, wait and find out. And um, you just never know. Because sometimes, you know, knowing stuff kind of spoils the experience. And, and so this is a time where I'm kind of glad, like, you know, but definitely I would be picking up all the, you know, all the omnibus of all the you know issues put together just so I could go and see the different you know differences and stuff because I'm assuming if this is if this show is the way it is the comic book is gonna be way crazier I know that for for a fact and I said at the beginning of this that this is like an adult animation and just because of the you know the the way it looks and everything and the and the colors and the bright in the same dispositions and stuff at the beginning of the first episode that is not necessarily the um the the vibe of the show so um it's 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 it's, it's cool but it's a lot as well yeah it's it's pretty intense so um i did enjoy um mark bonding with his mom played by sandra oh uh, she was cute and funny just from just from the first moment you see her when she comes in the bathroom and she <laughs> says that mom line to him it was cute but i i did enjoy their chemistry yeah. and for him to realize that he's a lot more like his mom than his dad and for her to say that's not necessarily a bad thing and just yeah i mean it's right because he's kind of dismissive in a way and i know it wasn't on purpose right but, um but, right. but i guess when you're a child and you want to be something you, you take ordinary as a slight when ordinary is not a bad thing because nobody's really ordinary. You just have, you have to have, you have your certain things about you and you really just have to be open to know what those are. But as a, when you're younger, it's superficial. And if it's not, if it doesn't have a sign on it, you don't know somebody's worth. If they don't have a nice car, then they don't have any worth. They don't have a nice girl, you know, they don't have, a, they don't have any worth. They don't have, you know, the, the, the right shoes. They don't have that worth. So yeah, he wouldn't know worth if it bit him in the butt. So for him to be dismissive of his mom like that, and like I said, he didn't say it to be mean, but it was very, it was funny because she even said like, well, ouch, you know, pretty much just, just cut me, you know, but yeah. uh, but I knew it was kind of innocent and, and because of his age. Um, is the reason why he would say something like that and not know that he's yes. very messy. But it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out too. Yes. Yeah. So There's definitely more going on than than they're saying. Whole thing got got, got stuff going on. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, if people are looking for something new to watch, uh, a superhero related, this is definitely it. Um, but it is definitely for adults. It's uh, it's not. It, it can be very violent. I was surprised at how violent it got. Um, 
I don't even know if I'm really comfortable with somebody 14 watching it. To be honest with you. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I, I go back to it. So for me, I guess it's because I'm used to seeing that in so-called live action films. I don't like seeing that in animation. <laughs> but I was never an anime guy. You know, so, so, but... The anime is pretty heavy, man. So a no, lot, I, a lot of that I know. Stuff. And this is not anime. It's not anime at all. Um, it's but, but, but you know, in the style and stuff that it is, it's closer to that than it is to the traditional um, traditional stuff that we that's usually in America that they have. This is this is closer to anime as far as like the you know the um, the themes that's kind of going on, the the violence. Um, just the, the way it kind of moves like only in an anime you would see a person sitting on a toilet that's something you would never watch you would never see that in a you know saturday morning cartoon sitting well, on a toilet or cooking yeah. and stuff like that that's more anime they 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 show you the stuff you would normally not see okay I mean, yeah that makes sense that makes that that, that makes sense but yeah it, it can get violent it can get yeah a little gratuitous and it was some of it i didn't like but I still, but the story was, st I mean, some of it I didn't like at all, but I couldn't stop watching because I'm like, well, what, what y'all gonna do next? I'm like, what, where, where is this going? I mean, it still got my attention and now I'm invested in the story, in the series, uh, Mark Grayson as Invincible. He's a good kid. I want to see if he stays that way. Um, <laughs> And and, and, and I what? <laughs> what? Yeah, because you don't know. Yeah, yeah. you just yeah. Don't, and that's funny that the main character who's supposed to be like the superhero, you gotta like look at him sideways. That that says a lot about the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, because you know they they keep me on my toes. Yeah, so I love it. If you if y'all want to watch a superhero, I mean, so this this is not the boys, but like the boys. You are on your toes. You're like, well, what you gonna do now? So, so somehow, some way, Amazon Prime has created a wow factor in that regard. <laughs> yeah. they, they've created the wow factor. They're they're starting to hit their stride. Yes, they are. Um, but I do think that uh, Mark's mom may wind up being a lot more important later on in this series than we realize. So, and it's great, and I, and I love that Sandra Oh is doing a voice. I, I just love that, that she's, <laughs> you know, she, you know, from Grey's Anatomy to Killing Eve, here she is doing her thing. So, but um, yeah, it's it's definitely riveting. I, I, I've the high school stuff, um, interacting with his friend and the girl or girls that he likes. I like all that. That part of it's rather innocent, actually. <laughs> I like how that part is written. Um, it's going to be, yeah, so I just, I'm glad they gave me the three episodes because it was just enough to wet my whistle. So I, I don't know what's going to happen in, in this Friday's episode and episode number four. I'm all, I'm, I, I can't wait. Um, but like I said, I want to know more about Omni-Man. I want to know more about his home planet. Um, 
I want to know more about the government agency. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see Mark's journey. Uh, and it was cool when his dad took him down to, uh, you know, to get fitted for a uniform. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That reminded me a little bit of Black Lightning, though. Yeah, but Gamby. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it did. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely want to see his journey because the one thing this show has done that I haven't seen the other shows really do. I mean, I guess you could say maybe with Oliver Queen and Barry Allen, they may have a talk about it, but Invincible, Marcus find out it's not, you know, being a hero is not necessarily what you think it's going to be. Like you said, there's consequences. Um, you have to be sharp. Um, it's 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 not all flash and glory. You know, you you, you got to make some tough decisions, and you're going to be put in situations and spots where you don't know what you're going to do to you in that situation. And if, and for a teenage boy to want to embrace that and not know what he's embracing, but now realize that he can't turn back, he doesn't want to turn back. It's gonna, it's, I'm looking forward to seeing what else he learns about himself and about people and good and evil. <laughs> you know, because yeah, it's gonna be, yeah. Right on. Yeah. I'm definitely hooked on the show. Um, but this situation, I'm glad I didn't read the comic. So I me kinda, too. So I kind of experience this as it as it goes along. Yeah. Um, think me it has, too. Has a rich story, has rich characters, rich voice actors. Um, it really deals with consequences, and so, it, like I said, it's just so cool. And it, it goes to show you how you could take something familiar, and if you just have a little bit of a different perspective on it, you can make something brand new out of it. And it trips me out that. What, what usually happens and it's, and it's sad but usually when you have like a um, like IP or comic book stories or characters and stuff when you don't have like the right backing or funding and stuff usually you don't stand a chance and if you do do something like live action it's gonna look bad because you don't have enough money or if you do animation it looks bad because you don't have enough money and this is a good pairing where it has strong and good story paired with some backing with money of Amazon to make it happen because I'm a person who loves animation and it just it baffles me and amazes me that this animation and all and the voice acting and the and the action and stuff is better than some of the most recent best stuff coming out of Marvel and DC. And it's just this is crazy how that is. Um, yeah, because even with the style, the style is very clean, and and, and it's just it's just it's a balance of it. It's, it's hard to get a good animation style where it feels like you want it to feel, um, because sometimes the style could could take away from you enjoying the uh, what you're watching, and and I think the the artist, I think they said like the artist who did the design work and drew the comic is the same person who did the design that inspired that inspired the animation style that they're using and it is it, beautiful it's, it's it's not too bulky um it's not too cartoony not too realistic and it's just it's just 
like I said, I love it. It's just, it's just beautiful. The colors are vibrant. The, the, the cityscapes are beautiful. Like I said, the movement and stuff is just nice. And I can't wait to see what they're gonna do next. And this is, this is kind of a, a game changer, I think. Um, especially when everybody else don't seem to be on point with it. They found a lane. It came at a good time. And it's, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. I, I can't. So I think that we both are definitely um, suggesting if you haven't heard of it or you're on the fence about it, check out it. Check out the, uh, the Amazon Prime show Invincible. Uh, like I said, the first three episodes are available now on, um, to stream now. And then after this, starting next week, it's going to be every, every every Friday, you said? Yes, every Friday. Every Friday, you're going to have a... Uh, you have something to look forward to. Yeah, it'll be an yeah. interesting, um, interesting Friday. It's an interesting thing to watch on a Friday. Uh, I would suggest eating while watching. <laughs> I know, right? What, what, what I think is awesome, too, is also going up against the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's every Friday as well. Yeah. So it's interesting. But the beautiful thing about streaming is you can watch one on Saturday morning or, or watch them both. I watch exactly. stuff. I watch stuff back to back anyway. So I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm kind of used to watching shows on the same night. You know, you, you watch yeah. Flash and then you watch, you know, um, you know, Superman and Lois on the same night back to back. So um, oh, yeah. that's kind of like a kind of a cool thing with all the stuff being accessible but um but yeah but we both we both uh highly suggest it we think yes. you'll dig it and we can't wait to watch the upcoming episodes and come back and discuss it again we hope you join us um with our discussion yeah yes indeed most definitely uh yeah so far it's great it's very riveting can't wait to see what happens next right. definitely and uh, very cool that Amazon Prime is, is uh, you know, helping independent comic companies like Image to do something like this. And, you know, whatever company uh, who puts out uh, The Boys, that's an independent com- com- comic book company too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So very cool. All right. So till next time. Peace. See you somewhere out in space. thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with others who you think would enjoy us as well. Till next time. Peace.